Hey, welcome to the new Fremantle Art Centre podcast. My name's David Craddock. I book the music at the Art Centre. And this is a new place where we'll be connecting you with the musicians, visual artists and makers that we work with all year round at the Art Centre. But now more than ever, it's really important to us to connect you to these artists while we can't bring them to you physically. Uh, the song you just heard was called Tin Spaghetti Rag. It's by a band called the Cope Street Parade, whose members are split between New South Wales and Victoria. And they were due to play our free Sunday music show back in March. Uh, I'll be speaking to their saxophonist, Justin Firmino, later in this episode. This week focuses on the Sunday music artists who... It feels like ages ago now, but back in March we had to cancel their shows and it really checks in on them and kind of looks into what it's like being a musician in these strange times. Other episodes we've got in the can ready to bring you is a fantastic retrospective on David McComb. We have a show coming up next year now uh, called A Truckload of Sky, The Lost Songs of David McComb. And we speak to members of the Triffords and musicians involved in that show about arguably one of Western Australia's greatest songwriters. Speaking of Western Australian great songwriters, Kalgoorlie-born artist Tim Rogers from UMI, he also has a show that we've rescheduled to 2021, and I check in with him at home. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and that episode will pop up in your feed soon. We've released this on a Sunday, and usually at 2 o'clock on a Sunday, the Art Centre has about a 1,000 people in it for a free show. And uh, I kicked off by chatting to our director, Jim Cathcart, about what makes Sunday music so special. It's been going for 30 years, and the Fremantle uh, community, you really support it. One one of the things I love about Sunday music is that when I come across the road and I see that the bike rack is absolutely chockers (laughs) and that there are bikes up and down the street against all the lampposts, I know this is a Frio act, this is a Frio band. And I love the way that in particular the Frio audience always comes out for the for the Frio bands. I just really love that. I love that sense that Frio is a place where 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 musicians and bands live and work and it's also where their keenest and most immediate audience is. And that really shows, it's like a barometer, the number of bikes out out in front of the art centre on a Sunday. I love that. Grace Newton Wordsworth, the lead singer of a really great new WA band called Joan and the Giants. And before the virus hit, they'd played Nan Up Festival, they played a great support slot at Perth Festival, they were Wham nominated, and we spoke about ascendancy and what artists now have to do to kind of recalibrate and hunker down and write new songs. Make sure you buy merch from all of these artists that we're speaking to and uh, check out their music. Um, to be honest, it's it's been... Um... It's been a really interesting time. I've kind of, I've gone through a lot of different emotions because as, as you said, we kind of had a lot of pace and a lot of momentum um, and we were just so excited. We were about to also go up to Broome to play a show with Ian Moss, which was a huge honour. Um, and yeah, we had a lot of things coming up and I, I think uh, we're all a bit heartbroken at the moment, but I, it's, it's kind of a really interesting experience because, you know, it's not just us, the whole world is going through this every, every single artist every person um so yeah I think 
I've been really inspired by other artists and what they're doing with live streaming and sharing videos. Um, and I think, well, we haven't actually been doing a lot of that because we're actually in the process of moving houses. We've just moved apartments. Um, <laughs> so okay. it's been a bit full on and now we're kind of buckling down and, and planning our next moves. And I, I really just want to kind of stay connected to people um, and release some music that is trying to, it's, it's got us hopefully kind of do, do a bit of uplifting and um, a bit of healing for us and for people. It's forcing people to get creative, um, which is also a really exciting opportunity because a lot of people often, I mean, I often say, oh, I'll write this when I when I have the time or I'll work on this genre of music or I'll, you know, I'll work on Ableton skills and stuff. And now I actually have the time. So I'm going to buckle down and do that, which is really exciting. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, because we're just really trying to see the positive. And we're also trying to do stuff as a band online and send kind of demos to each other. So Aaron, Aaron and I live together, the guitarist, which is really handy. So we'll yeah. work on stuff together and then we'll send it to Riley, our drummer, and then the bassist and hopefully kind of get some real collaboration going online, which is exciting. Another of the Sunday music artists I checked in on was Tom Fisher from Tom Fisher and the Layabouts. And Tom's in an interesting position in that his family have been involved in Clancy's pub for many years, so he knows more than most the effect that this has had on live entertainment. And we spoke about the effect this is having on the crowds more than the musicians and how strange it is not to draw a community together every week. Yeah, um, particularly, you know, you look at something like that Sunday music session you guys run where there's so many... You know, there's uh, particularly youth. I don't think kids and stuff see enough live bands nowadays. So when that's such a great, such a great vibe as you've got, you know, Nan, then the family, then the kids all listening to the live music. Um, but definitely, your punter. I mean, it, it might be a bit of a case of they don't realise it's missing until it's gone, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. I think. I think um, they probably take it for granted how much quality live music gets served up to them at venues like Clancy's or Mojo's or the Art Centre and then they, once it's gone, I think it'll really hit home how important that is um, culturally. That's it. Yeah. I mean, people, all kinds of people pop in on the Art Centre. I think it is a real community building thing. That I, every one of the musicians I've spoken to has said that the comeback party is going to be huge. Are you planning that yet? <laughs> Uh, not as yet, <laughs> but um, I think we're just monitoring it. But yeah, I mean, God, I mean, Clancy, as a booking person, Clancy's done music for us uh, before my uncles owned the place, so mm. the 70s. So I I made a comment the other week that I reckon that was the first weekend in 30 plus years I hadn't had any live music.
switch and the layabouts. I mean, to be honest, it's sort of, it's, I, I talked about, like, I got friends who do surf trips. I got friends who do, you know, play footy and cricket every week. But for, for me, it's very much hop in the car and go do a regional festival. It's, it definitely yeah. kept us going and it's kind of our, although we do, we do reasonably well out of our, uh, original band it's it's very much almost a mental health thing for us it's you know yeah duck off for a weekend and do a great regional festival it's it's very much um what keeps us ticking i think so and we've got a you know we've got a little band chat group which is usually usually a lot of abuse and banter but um everyone's <laughs> been saying geez i wish we were hopping in the van to go up north or you know it's so for us it's very much that and you know Personally, I gave up the sort of world domination plan of music some years ago, and <laughs> it's uh, probably when I had kids. But it's very much um, that side of it I love, you know. So I really miss that. Staring at the ceiling, slime beside you. You're tired, you're not in the right mood. No lie, I'm trying to find truth, but all I see is I'm not right for you. I wish I could be the something inside you, making me try without all the right moves. Now I'm here writing a haiku, looking back. Producer, rapper, and multi instrumentalist Brian Kruger played at the Art Centre early this year. But he was due to come back with Collab, a kind of improvisational group he puts together with Perth musicians and freestyle rappers every month at the moon. And we're going to have a kind of special one off at the Art Centre. And what Brian said was typical of so many musicians I spoke to, and that he said, yeah, it sucks that he can't be with his friends and have that camaraderie of performing and being with an audience. But, you know, it takes a lot of work, the administration side of music, and he's also going to enjoy knuckling down and writing new material. And uh, I spoke to him four weeks ago now, and true to his word, he's just put out two new songs. One's called It's All Right, and you can hear a little snippet of that either side of this interview, and that's on his band camp now. I mean, Collab's a very friendly sort of environment, you know, to freestyle. It's just generally not competitive. Um, and it's a friendly for the band as well. Everyone's, you know, in the band is trying to work together and basically write a song on the spot while you listen, while, you know, while they play. And so that only really works if you support each other. So I would say Collab's always kind of has that influence of bringing people together and making them feel, um, you know, appreciated or necessary to the scene because sometimes people can kind of just drift off on their own and feel alone. And I think collab, you know, because we have these, these group sort of improvised songwriting sessions, it just helps bring those people back together. You know, it's a pretty special thing. It definitely not having that. Um, I, I don't know, in a way it's made people look to other ways to connect. I feel like, um, you know, as special as I think Collab is, um, I don't know. It's, it hasn't been too bad to actually just have a break. I mean, that's the other thing for okay. me is I've run yeah. this for over 10 years. And so as much as, it, you know, I, I want to be playing every two weeks and doing these shows like at the Fremantle Arts Centre, I have not had a break in 10 years. So <laughs> yeah. I think a lot so, of people like that. It's like a forced holiday. Yeah. It, oh, it is to me because, I mean, I, I feel all my holidays, is, like I, in, in this school holidays where I'm not teaching, I was meant to go on tour with an orchestra and play violin. And that's pretty normal for me in terms of filling my holidays with work because I don't know when I won't get work. Um, so, yeah. so you know, it, it is in a sort of enforced holiday for me if I'm, you know, but I, I recognize my experience is not going to be like everyone else's experience though because, you know, maybe other people are going to be 
sorely missing collab and you know distraught i don't know but for me i feel like it's time to kind of look after people that are important to you and do the things that are you know that i guess uh help you maintain some sort of equilibrium Cope Street Parade were due to play the closing party of Sunday music, and I was particularly interested to speak to them because the jazz and swing music they play was very much born out of the Depression, kind of in the 1930s, and it's good times music, it's celebration music after bad things have happened, and they're the kind of act we want back at the Arts Centre when this is all over. And I spoke to their saxophonist, Justin Fermino, about how they came to play this kind of music and where the kind of naughty edge in it comes from. We all went to university together. Um, and that, that was at Sydney Uni, so we're studying at the Sydney Conservatorium, um, and we're all doing the jazz the jazz course there, which is like a, a specific um, a specific course you can do to learn sort of the you know the history of jazz and and whatnot. Um, and as part of that, some of the learning was um, learning the history of, of early early jazz or, or New Orleans jazz, which which is where sort of jazz was born. Uh, in America, in, in the American sense. And, um, it, yeah, it just sort of struck a chord and started sort of investigating. And we've been really lucky over the years to have like a lot of, um, a lot of mentors from some of the great Australian jazz musicians. Um, uh, many of which, you know, we, we perform with still to this day, um, you know, sort of the, uh, the original sort of jazz musicians in, in Australia, I guess like they were doing it back in the fifties and sixties and um, yeah. So it's a, it's sort of just really snowballed into the, you know, into something that we all uh, very passionate about. And- It's not kind of your grandma's jazz. I've noticed, like the, the, the lyrical contact is pretty loose, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with 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 Cope Street Parade, that's sort of uh, yeah. It's 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 very loosely uh, grounded in the in the uh, early jazz traditions. We definitely try and put our own spin on on the music, and obviously the content of the songs is is generally you know just about whatever we're whatever we're doing <laughs> or wherever we're at at the time, um, which is you know usually just you know, sitting around drinking beers. Yeah, I've noticed drinking is a a recurring theme. (laughs) Yeah. That's all for now. Thanks so much for listening. The music you're listening to now is by Odette Mercy and her Soul Atomics. Odette was also due to play Sunday Music. Uh, Unfortunately, the timing didn't quite work out and I wasn't able to interview her for this show. But good news, this will be our theme song for all of our episodes. You'll be hearing a lot from Odette Mercy and her Soul Atomics. This song's called Ain't Nothing. And uh, I do know that the band are working on some new material during this downtime. So uh, keep an eye out for that. I can't stress enough, all of the bands we've spoken to on this episode, please go on their band camp or wherever 
wherever you like to buy and listen to music and try and support them, buy some merch because it is a really tough time for local musicians at the moment. If you have friends that like coming to the Arts Centre, make sure you let them know about this podcast as well. We're trying to recreate some of that vibe where you can come and discover interesting new art and music. But that's it for now. Stay safe. See you soon.